Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Now, last week we preached, if you keep the faith, everything is yours, part one. This is part two. What did Jesus say in our Father prayer? His will be done where? In earth, on earth, as it is in heaven. That simply means that you need to receive what God says you could have today. No lack. And if there's no lack in heaven, why should there be lack here? If you keep the faith, everything is yours. Listen to me. It will work. I'm telling you. How do I know that? It's working for me in every area, spiritually, physically, and financially. So this is part two. If you keep the faith, everything is yours. Take a pencil and paper and make notes. There's revelation here, and you'll receive it. Watch it now. Keeping the faith includes keeping your priorities straight. First, do you know your priorities? Keeping the faith includes keeping your priorities straight. It's called staying in sync with the Holy Spirit. I've learned to stay in sync with the Holy Spirit. That's St. John 16, 13. How be it when the spirit of truth has come, he'll guide you in all truth. You see, all truth. Adam and Eve, because they were eating the bread of idleness, did not keep their priorities straight. So they didn't get what they were supposed to have for eternity. Some of you have not been blessed spiritually, physically, or finally, especially financially, because your priorities were not straight. See, I believe in the hundredfold. It's in Mark chapter four, Mark chapter, it's in red. But you know, people like to water it down. They say, well, you know, a hundredfold, that, that's just so big. <laughs> but you can have maximum results. Let me tell you what I think about that. <laughs> See, that's intellectual activity. In other words, your house will sell more than anybody else on the block. That's called maximum. I'm not interested in maximum results. I'm not dealing with maximum. I'm not dealing with mathematics. I'm, I'm dealing with folding, which is beyond human reasoning. See, keeping the faith includes keeping your priorities straight. It's called staying in sync with the Holy Spirit. We have a girl that works for us, and y'all see her all the time on a lot of it, and that's Chrissy. Now, I, I, most of the time, I can talk Chrissy into doing anything. But something has happened to Chrissy. She's now in the family way. Now, I'm not a big, what I call, soda drinker. I like it every once in a while. But every once in a while, I want a Diet Coke. Now, I don't drink a whole Diet Coke. I like them little cans. And usually, the time I don't even drink that much. I take a swallow, too, and that's about it. But I know that Chrissy will take it down to the bottom of the can. <laughs> so I'll tell Mary, where's Mary? I say, Mary, get me a diet coke and I'll give the rest to Chrissy. And I can hear her, I hear her say, thank you, boss. <laughs> thank you, boss. But because she's in the family, wait. She said, no, I'm not drinking any diet coke. Y'all be praying for Chrissy, especially for her husband because he's got to go through all that hell. She ain't drinking no diet coke no more. <laughs> Until the baby born. Now, I don't know if it's bad for you or not. I don't know. It is? How do you know? Watch. My point is, her priorities are straight. This baby is not going to taste a Diet Coke. And maybe when the baby is born, it's going to say, why? I don't know. See, our life is one long journey of faith, but it's a good journey. Now, I want to get to this point. You ready? Don't be so ready to rest your faith 
on what is going to be. You know why? That overstrains your emotions. We got a lot of Christian people that their emotions are totally overstrained. They strain. They strain. Why? Because they put their faith in the future when it wasn't designed for that. Even though it can build a future, it was designed for the now. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is. There's no doubt in that statement. It is. See, that's keeping the faith. And everything is yours. Now, faith is. Not tomorrow, not next week, even though it has the ability. But you made it. Now, see, Mark and his family, he's got, he's got a, a daughter that's, that's a pilot. Now, and she, in school, she ha, you have to learn to be a pilot. You don't just jump in an airplane and tell people to get out of the way. <laughs> it don't work that way. You got to be trained. I have to send Ken and Eli every year to call recurrent training, which costs me a lot of money. I think it was $36,000 this year or something. You ought to love me, Ken. <laughs> I mean, and wait, if they don't go to recurrent, they can't fly that plane. Am I correct? You, you lose your, whatever they call it, I don't know what, uh, uh, recurrent train. And they know how, they know how to fly the plane. Don't misunderstand me. Recur why, 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 why does the government require recurrent train? To keep the faith. There's a guy sitting in the back, and I've never been in one of these sim sims, what do you call them? And, uh, and he's got a box in his hand, he's blowing up stuff to see what they're going to do in an emergency. All of a sudden, no, we lose the engine. What are you going to do? Now, you just can't go destroy a real plane. You know, you kill a bunch of But they can blow that thing up and see what happens. And I heard this, that if you make a mistake, the whole thing goes red, which means you dead, sucker. <laughs> but by putting them through that operational training, which is practical, they're able to handle situations when they arise. In other words, they're not idle in the simulator. Otherwise, you're going to die. Don't be so ready to rest your faith on what is going to be. That's why people say that faith stuff don't work. See, their emotions are overstrained. Time has defeated them. Not a lack of faith. Not an abundance of unbelief, even though that can happen. What defeated them was time. Because, see, their emotions were strained. And when you're making emotional decisions... They flip-flop. See, that's what happens to a woman in menopause. Look at this lady. Oh, you're in menopause or something? Oh, my God. I don't know if she went. Well, every woman I know has went through that mess. And what happens? Their emotions are affected. And we got to go through it. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you just say, uh, uh, you want something? What? N nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> See those hormones and chemicals are kicking up and all that kind of craziness. And she's not the person she was. Then all of a sudden, foop, she'll flip back. Honey, are you okay? Well, I was, until you screamed so loud, you busted my eardrum. See, that's overstrained emotions. Or their husband will leave the house and go fix everybody else's house 
but he won't fix yours. <laughs> hmm. Don't be so ready to rest your faith in what is going to be. That's, uh, that overstrains your emotions. Write this down. Don't boggle your mind with small thoughts. Don't boggle your mind with small thoughts. Expand the way you think about yourself. And I see people think that's arrogance and cockiness. No, you have to expand the way you think about yourself. Let me say it again. Don't boggle your mind with small thoughts. Expand the way you think about yourself. See, old Roberts had a sign on his, on his desk that no small thoughts here. And look what he did. Don't boggle your mind with small thoughts. Expand the way you think about yourself. How do I do that? Accept greater revelations and fresh anointings. It's called mental production. How can you do that? Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Go to it. I don't want you to believe it because I'm saying it. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. God said, let us make man in our image. Now, that's, that's mental production right there. After our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. That's an expanded thought over the fowl of the air. That's an expanded thought over the cattle. That's an expanded thought over all the earth. That's an expanded thought over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. That's an expanded thought. You see, those are not small thoughts. Those are greater revelations and fresh anointings. So he said, let us make man our image and our likeness. See, that's why you have to say, Ooh, let me expand the way I think of myself. I'm made in the image of God. You don't mind saying you look bad. Why do you have a problem saying you look good? Well, that's greed. And no, it's just true. But you don't mind saying you look bad. My mother, she didn't, <laughs> wonderful person. She always told me, you're going to get yours. You're going to get your one day, boy. You are going to get yours. Because I was such a heathen. That morning, I, and she heard me preach. When I began to preach that God would bless you in the city, in the now Jesse, don't get crazy with it. That's good. She reminded me of the mother of Jesus, Mary. Let's take him home. He's lost his senses. You know what Jesus answered? Who's my mama? Who's my mother? Who's my brother? What's the matter with you? You know who God, you know who I am. Mama said, boy, you just, you're not, not, you can't believe a hundred. That just can't be. Now watch it. Mama just knew for sure. That if I did something bad, hell's coming. But if I did something good, you just never know what God's going to do. See, that's not very good mental production. That's actually the bread of idleness. Mm. Your inward vision, say inward vision, will tell you what to do. Now take ownership of your faith. Take ownership of it. Our lead guitar man and his wife, they're building a house. I, I don't carry a phone, but I, I look at Kathy sometimes. And they were showing the steps. We got some pilings. So I saw the picture of the pilings. The next thing I saw, I saw the pilings in the ground. Oh, Lord. I, maybe, all of a sudden, the form starts coming up. Now, in that architect's mind, that house is already built. Even before the pilings ever got there. Even before they ever drove them. They could see it. 
That's why I like Kathy to do things. She can really read blueprints and she, she sees it before me. Me, I, I, I look, I go, now that's nice. But I can't, it's hard for me to build something. So my weaknesses are her strengths. Her weaknesses is my strengths. It's amazing how God put you together and flow in that. And I have passion concerning her belief and she has passion concerning my belief. And then sometimes we agree to disagree. She said, I like that. I said, I don't. Why don't you like it? I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, you ought to like it. Well, maybe I ought to, but I don't. I can't stand curry. It smells like body odor. I hate it. Most people love it. Huh? Well, the Bible says eat was set before you. I don't sit down. I'm not breaking the word. I just ain't sitting down. How'd you know not to sit down? My inward vision. You take ownership over your faith. You see, write this down, as believers, it is hard to be distracted when you focus on God. Mark, you know me, you're on my board. I fo I'm a focused man. You focus on your priority, you eliminate all your confusion. You say, I just focus. What would thou have me to do? So that's, why, that's what made the Apostle Paul the man he was. Man, he got slapped off the donkey and he's a heathen. And he said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? See, he was looking for something to do. Are you looking for something to do? Let me give you something to do. Keep the faith and everything is yours. You'll get the house you want. Oh, that's going to make somebody mad. Well, I tried that. Tried and don't get nothing done. You know why people get divorces? They tried marriage. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. And maybe they went south and, you know, things happen in life. That's common sense. I think when you got married, you weren't expecting to get a divorce, but you know, things changed because you did something maybe you shouldn't have done or said something, whatever. Or like they say, you begin to uh, draw apart. Now, how can that be when you're one flesh? Hmm. Hmm. Let me say it again. As believers, it's hard to be distracted when you focus on God. So you know what? I, I, I don't answer my gainsayers and I just keep going on. My, my, my mind is on the Lord. I didn't say you couldn't hurt my feelings, but you cannot, you cannot offend me. You can give it your best shot. It ain't going to happen because I don't want to become you. I don't want to become what I don't like. I didn't say you couldn't hurt my feelings. But you see, and you've heard me say this. What's the difference? Hurt feelings, you're like a child. You look for somebody, a child look for his mama, kiss it. Mama, kiss it, make it feel better. You've heard me say that. Now, when you get offended, you look for somebody to hurt. The church mafia kicks in. We're going to make them an offer. They can't refuse. See, as believers, it's hard to be distracted when you focus on God. So what are you focusing on? I'm focused on what God gave me. Keep it, kept it, dress it. I keep my whole armor of God on. I don't walk around naked. Helmet of salvation. Breastplate of righteousness. Shield of faith. Sword of the spirit. Loins girded about with truth. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of what? Possession of adequate resource. Nothing broken. 
nothing missing. See, when your obedience is activated, you make a commandment to yourself. Not a suggestion. When your obedience is activated, you make a commandment to yourself to keep the faith. Kathy's obedience was activated Friday night. I was preaching, and she said, Jess, I need to talk to you. This is right before I go out. I had no idea what this woman would say. Her obedience was activated. So I said, what? So she leaned over into my ear. Watch this. I'm gonna, let me read the point. When your obedience is activated, you make commandment to yourself to keep the faith. She said, the Lord just told me to give that person $10,000 personally. I said, okay. <laughs> How many of you like to do that? I didn't even blink, sir. I'm not bragging, big on sound. No, her obedience was activated. Faith without works is dead. That didn't bother me at all. She kept the faith. Guess what I got? <laughs> I mean, I just said, do it. She did. Before I left, somebody put, gave me $100,000. Good, isn't it? <laughs> Had a hard time to get it in the bank because the, 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 I went to the branch and it was closed. Kathy said, There's another one somewhere. So we found that. Not bragging about that. But if Kathy, you would have kept, if your faith had not been activated, if your obedience had not been activated, and you'd have been eating the bread of idleness, you wouldn't have done that. You would have even told me. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? When your obedience is activated, you make a commandment to yourself to keep the faith. Write this down. Never adapt your faith to circumstances. Be spirit-led. Loyal to God and to your vision. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're facing an impossible situation, you can't allow your circumstances to control you. A circumstance should never control. Well, so how do I do that? Like I said before, be spirit-led, not circumstances-led. When you're spirit-led, God says in St. John 16, 13, albeit when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you in all truth, not some truth, all truth. See, that's what I mean by being spirit-led. That's being loyal to the God and to the vision God has given you. And guess what? Great revelations and fresh anointings come all the time because you're in conversation with God on a daily basis and not a Sunday basis. The, oh, you understand what I'm saying? This, this theme is so vitally important for you to get what you rightfully deserve. And if you keep the faith, everything is yours. I got a wonderful question that was sent to me from a person named Holly. She writes this. I'm growing in the Lord every day, watching you on TV and on social media. Thank you, Holly. I've been learning so much about faith and see it working in my life. Will I need faith when I get to heaven? Yes. You know why? Because you can't please God without faith. If you can't please him without faith on the earth, how are you going to please him without faith in heaven? 
Faith is the thread of the fabric of God's clothes. It's a wonderful thing. I'm it kind of reminds me of that little song Mr. Rogers used to sing. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Faith will make a beautiful day in the neighborhood for you, man, because it's always showing you what's going to happen. But don't put your faith in the future. Keep it in the now. Not only will it give it to you now, it'll keep showing you what's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you something. God will be well pleased, and he's a rewarder of them. Oh, I like that. That diligently seek him. That's Hebrews 11. Go read that, man. I'm telling you, that'll, that'll make your day a good day. Or like Mr. Rogers said, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You can tell I'm in a good mood today. I'm just enjoying myself. Kathy's coming right now with some glorious moments. Come on, Kathy. I mean, tell people the wonderful testimonies and how God is blessing people literally all over this world. Kathy, take it away and bless people. Hello, everyone. Listen to this glorious moment of salvation. I want to thank you and your ministry for helping get my life together over the past five years. I'm so proud to say that I'm a partner of the ministry. I started watching you on TV, and now that the app has become available, things are even better. I feel like I can get God's Word in me all day long. Every time I watch an old sermon, I feel I learn something new, which makes my faith even stronger. So thank you. Five years ago, I was living paycheck to paycheck, drinking nightly, not just one or two drinks, more like five or six drinks every night, and even more on the weekends. Then one night, I was flipping through the channels and came across your program. Jesse was asking anyone that wanted to be born again to come up to the front. Then he said, if you're at home watching, stand up. I stood up and repeated his words. Then I just started crying and felt such a relief come over me. Once I was able to gather myself, I went to the kitchen and poured out every drop of alcohol. I have not looked back. God has kept every promise and then some to me. God has made it so I currently make more money than I ever thought I would, which makes it easy to be a blessing to others. I make sure I tithe every week. My partnership with the ministry is really important to me in this way. My life has, was changed by your TV program. I hope and pray that when I tithe, it helps you to reach someone who needs to hear God's word. My faith is everything to me now, and the more I learn, the more I crave and want. When I go to bed at night, I have the app playing in the background. I truly believe I sleep better. I just wanted to write this letter, my first letter, to say thank you. I want to give my Lord and Savior all the glory for not just saving me, but for making me better. Wow. I love the power of the gospel that's reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. I hope that you've enjoyed this today. It'll encourage you to leave God, believe God for your glorious moment. God bless you. Bye-bye. Do you realize that God wants you to thrive, prosper, and achieve everything He's called you to do? Well, in my book, Suited for Success, I'm going to show you how to be fully equipped with all the essentials that you need to live a victorious and prosperous life. Your victory has already been settled. You can and will accomplish every dream God put in your heart. Suited for Success. Order your copy at JDM.org today. If you hadn't got your copy of Suited for Success, Kathy's new book, you need to do it. God has a great plan for your life, and he wants to give you everything. Say everything. Go ahead, say it. You need to succeed. I encourage you to get this book. How do I get it? You go to jdm.org, and you can order it. It will bless you. And I tell you what, man, I like the back of it. It says, suit up for success. And when you suit up, look, look out, man. You are a success going somewhere to succeed. So get it today. jdm.org. It's right there for you, and you can order it. 
You know, this ministry is about ministering the gospel every way we can. Our monthly magazine, Voice of the Covenant, has been blessing people all over the world since 1981. I don't know how many millions of those magazines have went out. You can sign up to receive a copy in your mailbox, or you can access the online version in English or Spanish at jdm.org. We print it, and we also put it digitally. You need to be blessed. You need to get it. It's got some great articles in there. It will minister to you, and it's absolutely free. Isn't that a blessing of God? So do it today. Partners, thank you. The reason why we can do our Covenant magazine free, because of your faithful financial support to this ministry. A lot of people wait on that magazine to read it, or they get on, on, online and read it digitally, and people get saved, healed, and touched. Partners, you do that. Every time someone gets saved, it's because of your faithful financial support. Every time somebody gets healed, it's your faithful financial support. See, that's what's all happening. You help us go into everyone's home and minister to people all over the world in all kinds of different languages. That's what it's all about. You're not a partner prayer by becoming one. Let me tell you something. The anointing of increase is on me. You've seen it. I'm telling you, it's on me and it'll come upon you. The other day, a pastor called me and showed me a picture. He had a, like a fan of $100 bill. He said, man, I got around you. No one's ever gave me an envelope and said, put this in your pocket. He said, those things just don't happen. And he was blessed beyond his wildest dream. It's on me. And it's not about just getting money. It's spiritually, physically, and financially in every way, shape, or form. But you got to keep the faith to do that. Partners, thank you for sticking with me all these years. Don't miss next week. Got a great message entitled, The Wrong Man with the Right Stick. Partners, thank you for helping me today. Let's go get somebody saved today, okay? God bless you. Bye-bye. know angels are real and many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. Ladies and gentlemen, our April partner offer is our theme for this year. If you keep the faith, everything, and I mean everything, is yours. How do I get that? You go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. And I'm telling you, it will bless you because if you keep the faith, everything is yours. It'll let you know it all belongs to you. This year is going to be about keeping the faith no matter what. Faith is not the work of a moment, but of a lifetime. And remind yourself that everything is yours. Make that your inward vision. All of God's promises are yours by faith. It is all up to you to keep it. Stay the course and keep the faith. Remember, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. There was power in that stick, just like there was power in that rod when Moses cast it down before Pharaoh. The wrong man. He had been around this prophet. 
You can be around great people of God and yet not receive what they're saying because of intellectual activity, because of range and research, because of induction and reasoning. Your mind trying to figure something out. When your mind has nothing to do with this, it's your spirit that transforms your mind to understand what the power in the stick is.